What is Blair if not the co-murderer of 500,000 Iraqi children and the liar who told the British? The former Malaysian Premier Mahathir Mohamad gets into his stride at a peace conference he's organized in Kuala Lumpur. And it's not just a poor scorn on Tony Blair and George Bush, though poor scorn he does. History should remember Blair and Bush as the killer of children or as the lying prime minister and president. The conference will launch a tribunal to try the two leaders for war crimes. The tribunal that we set up can conduct a proper trial, even if the accused are not present. And present, they certainly won't be. Those who will include the well-meaning. The United Nations needs a lot of reform. The self-flagellatory. I understand what is colonial in the Western thinking. It's inherent. It's, it's from school, from when you are small. I have to fight my own colonialism. And the conspiracy theorists. Not all wars, but uh, a lot of wars of the 20th century and the 21st century were engineered by secret societies. This is an exhibition, if you like, Madame Tussauds meets Abu Ghraib, set up by the organizers of the Exposed War Crimes Conference here in Kuala Lumpur. Dedicated, as they say, to the memory of the untold innocence mercilessly butchered by the global military-industrial-financial media complex. Now, I'm walking through an area which is supposed to represent uh, an area devastated by cluster bombs, Agent Orange, Napalm, and the like. And I'm walking into another area which is a recreation, apparently, of Abu Ghraib. The Malaysians visiting the exhibition were left in no doubt that war crimes were synonymous with one country above all others. Uh, what we have gathered so far is on the uh, atrocities you know, committed by some of these countries which are actually in favor of war. Which, which countries do you believe are in favor of war? I would say the topmost uh, country now is America, United States of America. US. They, ha they have to see this, all, the, all what they have done, I think. Giving an open mind to people that know what kind of war crime that the US do. So will this conference and the tribunal do anything to change minds? I asked Dr. Gwyn Dyer, a documentary maker and one of the speakers. Well, generally, actually, nothing. It's the converted preaching of the converted. But I think this one has potential. I have to ask you, do you not have qualms about attending a conference organized largely by Dr. Mahathir? He doesn't really have a great claim to the moral high ground, does he? Um, you know somebody who has a claim to the moral high ground, I'd like to meet him. You know? <laughs> the, no, I mean, Nelson nobody, Mandela? Uh, all right, that's one. Name a second. Um, no, I mean, nobody, Desmond Tutu? Oh, damn. All right. <laughs> And that's why you sound like an idiot when you accept their terms instead of uh, being a man and saying, uh, no, Nelson Mandela is a terrorist. And the same could pretty much be said for Desmond Tutu. Uh, a few minutes ago, uh, I did a story, or I read, I read a story about a fellow who, um, it appears, or is accused of having stalked uh, uh, Eli Weasel. And uh, I got a message from someone who says that this person emailed him, Alex Linder. Uh, <laughs> hey, Alex, thanks for coming on. This is not right. He's talking of the moral conscience of humanity, seizing him in a hotel. Present this course of action. All right. Hey, are we overloading here? Uh, we were just a second ago. Now we're better. All right, I'm going to deny people access to my Desmond Tutu impression. Aww. Well, the world, <coughs> well, the world's a Not because I want to. I feel I owed it to them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's see now. Yeah, so I'm checking through my email today, and I've been offline for a couple of days. Uh, uh, we're having horrible weather here, probably where you're listening in, but it's just awful. I truly wish I could crawl into a cave and hibernate for a month until spring gets here. Oh, my goodness. But, uh, yeah, is that, I guess I'm being a tad dramatic there. Yeah, yeah. We're getting the payback for the upper 50s in December. Anyhow, so I look through my email, and I get this from Eric Hunt, and it looks like he sent it to me and Bill White and maybe other people, and I think Bill may have it up, but uh, I'll just read a little bit. On, and this is Eric Hunt, someone I've never heard of before, and I skimmed it over and I was like 
what's this guy talking about? But I think there was an actual news story on it. That's what you were reading, right? That's correct. That's what uh, I was reading. It was okay, from the San Francisco... Oh, yeah, know. so l- let me read what this guy wrote, at least until it gets boring. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, begin quote. On Feb- February 1st at approximately 7.30 p.m., I attempted to get a confession out of the, quote, Pope of the Holocaust religion, unquote, Elie Wiesel. Elie Wiesel. We were in an elevator in the Argent Hotel in San Francisco. He was on his way to the 36th floor penthouse. I had planned to bring Wiesel to my hotel room where he would truthfully answer my questions regarding the fact that his non-fiction Holocaust memoir, Night, assigned in many classrooms, is almost entirely fictitious. After ensuring no one would be traumatized, uh, I'd been following Wiesel for weeks. Yeah. I stopped, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I had stopped the elevator at the 6th floor. I pulled Wiesel out of the... Oh, God, I wish that was on film. That would be Oh, no, we've, there's got to be security cameras. I said, I just need the Holocaust. I'm being Holocaust in here in the elevator. <laughs> Very sumptuous hotel. Right. It'll be a prestigious lodging. <laughs> kind of hotel that in back in the old days it wouldn't admit my kind of people, but now it's celebrated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm wonderfully ensconced in the Tukas room. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, you know I wish I could have seen that. You know, no tapermen allowed. And plasma, no allowed. plasma TV screens in the John. I tell you, it's incredible. We had no such amenities back in the Holocaust <laughs> warehouse. <laughs> they did have an orchestra and a swimming pool, though. <laughs> yes. They were crude. It was just a sick joke right before they, they were murdered. It was just a, just a... They were that... They were just that devious. Yes, we were stocked like spare ribs. We were freezing. <laughs> All we got was oily soup one time a day with little bits of rotten fish floating at the top. It was horrible. Anyway, okay, so I pulled Wiesel out of the elevator. I saw this guy. Now, I've written about this, that I saw him speak when I was at Pomona, and I wrote a news story about it, and then I wrote an opinion called Ending Anti-Semitism, which, you guessed it, got me denounced for being an anti-Semite. Right. And uh, uh, Let me guess, it was about ending the Jewish behavior that that caused anti-Semitism. No, I wasn't. uh, Well, yeah, it was along that line, but it was more like, why don't you, if Jews would stop yapping about this all the time, it's not like they're the only people in the world who ever suffer. This time, I never, it never even occurred to me that someone could be lying about such. Oh, right. I was that naive. No, you hit a nerve there. Yeah, so I said, you know, the problem is they're they're whining about this shit all the time. Yeah, no shit, it happened. I'm like, other people don't, you know, there were 9 million Germans. I even, at that time, I knew the numbers. I mean, there were 9 million Germans lost. They don't go bitching all the time. No other people does. The funny part was there was one uh, there was one prof from the Bronx who was a, a Jew who, uh, according to someone I knew, recommended that people read it and he liked it. But the uh, the, ca- the five campus rabbi he didn't like it at all. No. But even my Jew feminist editor said he was a bit of a, a bitcher and a moaner. But uh, yeah, they were calling me Hitler back then, even though I was just a uh, dumb conservative. But anyway, that's, that's beside the point. Well, they could smell so, it on you before... Uh, I they know the, where you're headed before you do. I because, have the exact same experience. Because they know what they're doing. Yeah, they do know what they... <laughs> <laughs> they know what they deserve. <laughs> I know, that's why they're so paranoid. I mean, that's... Oh, fuck yeah. It's a, <laughs> to be a Jew, I mean, that's part of the job description. You've got to be paranoid. I mean, you're trying to rip everybody off and smear and lie about them. Yeah, you have Hell to have yeah, an appreciation. Yeah, you have to have some kind of appreciation for how hard I smacked my forehead when I when I came to that. You know, of course that's why they're so paranoid and vicious because they know what they do. They know they, that's why they're putting up cameras everywhere. They know everywhere. what they've done, and that's yeah. why. And and now he he spoke, and at that time again, I didn't know any of the facts about the Holocaust. I never really thought about it, and. Uh, um, it, it was very clear to me though in watching him give the spiel, which is like. This is like my fictitious letter to a Palestinian, you know, and it was basically, it was a complete hypocrisy. Like, Jews are allowed to do whatever the hell they want to uh, Palestinians, and of course, they're, they're very moral people, and, and, you know, it's just so oily and overdone that it amazes me that I, I couldn't specifically see through it, but I could clearly see this guy is a monstrous hypocrite, and he looks exactly like that. He's an Eastern European shit Jew. Who, who is, you know, living in limousines and has an ass full of diamonds uh, because he's making up lies about the so-called Holocaust. And yeah. his brothers are printing those in the paper. That's the only reason these people have any power. These Aryan moron Christians give it to them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. something about Christianity, it's almost like a receptor site for, you know, to, to speak <laughs> like biology, it's almost like a receptor site for yeah. this type of just crazy, I mean, these, these crazy appeals. 
uh, to, it's, to emotion. It's wacko. It's wacko stuff. Christianity is the lie. Arian is the truth. Christianity is, you know, don't defend yourself, don't fight back, love everything that moves. Turn the other cheek. You know, and, and, and it, it's undiscriminating. And you want to be dis- judged not. I mean, what worse advice can you give someone than don't judge anything? Yeah. I mean, thanks, Jesus. What an asshole. <laughs> I mean, he, God so loved the world that he gave us Jesus. Good Lord, what would he do if he hated us? <laughs> right, right, right. And you think I'm making cheap jokes, and it's true, but, I mean, they're accurate. Now, look, now I'm reading this book right now. It's called Who Wrote the New Testament. It turns out there were a, a, a hell of a lot of people wrote the New Testament. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they didn't even, I mean, they still haven't found it all. I mean, they, they only, yeah. it's so random what they decided to put in it, the New Testament. It's just a bunch of wackos who thought that they were basically, hey, let's create the kingdom of God on earth. And it doesn't matter what color you are, whether you're Greek or Jew or whatever, we'll all get together and... You know, and then they attribute the. Now listen to this list of, of wackoticism. No one would, no one would adopt this stuff unless they had some screws loose. Love your enemies. Are they going to love me? Huh? No. They're going to continue to hate you, but you love them. If struck on one cheek, offer the other. Give to everyone who begs. Judge not, and you won't be judged. First, remove the stick from your own eye. Now that one I kind of like. Uh, but. You know, at the same time, I'd say, look, you can judge the others, but you should judge yourself at the same time. So I'll give, I'll give a partial. I'm going to write it on the board to see that they get yeah, full credit. Partial credit. That. Yeah, that's true they because they use credit. that to, uh, they use <laughs> well, that to right. deflect any type of criticism. Is that they'll say, uh, yeah, you know, if you've been arrested for DUI, just pulling that out of thin air. If you, if you've ever had any cut. Type of thing that you can be criticized for. Well, everything yeah. that you've ever said that they don't like it can immediately be shot down on those grounds. And yet, well, being the a point Jew means you judge, never have to say you're judge sorry. everything, and including yourself. Doubt your own motives, and and you don't have to take it to a Catholic level. That's all you ever obsess about is right. figuring out what motivated you. Uh, where even if it's pure, it's it's a ridiculous waste of time. But in a rough, crude sense, you know, make sure that you're not overly hypocritical and that, that, you know, you're considering your own behavior. But don't let that prevent you from judging others. All right. Now, here's, an, here's, here's the one I was getting to. Go out as lambs among wolves. Now, that leads directly to the auditorium at Pomona where a thousand people are assembled to hear this fucking kike retail lies about what their own ancestors, and the ancestors of the people the audience supposedly did to his people, justifying eternal income for the kikes and eternal terror against whichever people happen to be standing in the way of a greater Israel. Now that is wacko. Yeah, and it's, it's a, a reason. It's a recipe for disaster. It's a reason for everything. That, that's what the worst thing probably about the Holocaust is, Well, besides the fact that it's a blood libel on a, on a scale never before imagined. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's a reason for things. It's a... It's the explainer. It's the it's everything. You know, yeah, you're, you you're always up all, back at the you, Holocaust. You, you, they deserve to get monstrous checks and act like monsters because of this Holocaust. Which you know, upon further inspection, uh, lampshades, uh, soap made out of kikes, and uh, 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 gas chambers is all a bunch of lies. And I, I say you can read it on Elie Wiesel's face. You can see the guy's a, an imposter, a, a fraud, i.e., a typical Jew. I felt that way about Eli Weisel before I was Jew-wise. I, I mm-hmm. really thought that this guy just, you know, he looked like a... He smacks of Jewish scamster, which is yeah. redundant, but he's a, he's like, you know, he's, 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 he's a, a gefilte fish among gefilte fish. Right. <laughs> right, he's a gefilte fish oil salesman. He's the am gefiltesten. Well, you have to know German, but that's like the superlative. He's the... the <laughs> All gefilte fish are full of shit, but he's more full of shit than they are. <laughs> he's he's the coming gefilte, out of both ends of us. He's the tapers that the other tries to be. <laughs> he's a taper among tapers, yet perfect among them. A right. taper like other tapers, yet perfect among them, which is a twist of something that I think uh, Steinbeck said. Now, when I was little books, when I was assigned uh, to read night, I didn't. Uh, like so many other things, I was. You're reading. a bad, bad man. That's right, uh, and it was it was for a religion class as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the religion actually, class, what the, yeah. the Holocaust is state religion, yeah. as the people say. Yeah, it was about the people questioning uh, there is no God as they were being marched into the gas chambers. But uh, I did he make the soap and lampshades claim there? What, is that where that began? I no, know I believe I don't denied. know if he's the one who claimed that. I believe he's the one who claimed uh, that the. Ga- 
different nationalities were gassed, and they they came out. The smoke came out in different colors. And right. the second thing he said was, "Great geysers of blood were erupting from the fields of Babiar." And maybe it was a different field, but he yeah he claimed literally the blood was spurting out of the ground. Right where they were buried. And these goddamn moronic Christians, to be redundant, are are sitting there. Oh my, that is terrible. We you know. This strikes a chord deep within me. We need to begin collecting paper clips right now. <laughs> right. Because right they identify now. with suffering, no matter how ridiculous the claim. I mean, it's, that's why I say Christianity <laughs> I mean, is like God. a receptor site for Jews. It's almost, you know, not to be over-paranoid or anything, but it's almost yeah. as if Christianity was created as a way to create a servant class of goyim for the Jews. I know it began as Reformed Judaism, but, I mean, it was spread by Paul and these other Jews that... It's damn hard to figure what the hell was going on back then. Is, is the best I can come up with. It I mean, is. is there... You can't get to it because there, there's so many... And, and there are, there's a good lecture series uh, called The Early Christianities is the, the title mm-hmm. of it. It's also a, a text. But there were all kinds of people running around calling themselves Christians in between sure, yeah. the death of Christ and the Treaty of Nicaea. But, uh, you know, there were people going around wife-swapping, for instance, in the Egyptian desert and saying that, wow. and look, Christ said this here, and this is why we're doing this. And they, I mean, really, there were people running around doing all kinds of things, calling themselves Christians. And these, these things were only, uh, the, the lineage that we call Christianity was, it was, it was a fledgling uh, thing that went through the, uh, the, the Aegean and over to, and infected the Roman Empire. And uh, which was, it was ready for that type of infection that had already been weakened by empire and uh, the ensuing multicult. It, uh, it seems to have some scum appeal. I mean, it, it, you can see where it would be attractive to losers, well, the slaves, people who are bitter women. and vicious, and who can't who can't achieve things on their own. So they got to hope for some other world where this is when it's a little more congealed. It may not have started that way, but uh, you know, there's definitely appeal to the left half of the bell curve. It's it's. I, I say you can read it in the face of a lot of these Christians, Baptists in particular. They're they're bitter, unhappy little people, and and you know they think they want to see their neighbor get burned, and they want to. Macon used to write about that all the time. He would just say they're they're gonna they can't wait till they're on top, even if it's in an imaginary world, and they hate the guy who's getting the better better of it in this world. Yeah. And he he thought that was the basis of a lot of that stuff, um, but. Uh, yeah, to read into the origins of it, I mean, this guy. The one I'm reading is, uh, what's it called? Who Wrote the New Testament, The Making of Christian Myth by Burton L. Mack. Not someone I'm familiar with, and this is not a deep area of study in my own. I, I go with my instincts and the type of people I've met in this world, the only world I know of. And, right. Uh, this, this helps flesh it out a little, and you see some of the... You realize, like, a lot of this is is... Here's a text, there's a little bit of a text, and let's stick them together, and then let's make some shit up, and, and all of a sudden you don't have any idea what you're dealing with. It's been through so many hands and through so many translations from so many languages. You don't know what the reality of it is. Yeah, speaking of not knowing what the reality of it is, I do have a, a, a note here, and I won't say who it's from, but uh, Jesus Christ was not a Jew. Do some research and stop spreading the lie that Christianity comes from Judaism. Yeah, that, that's pretty common. Yeah, well, you can say he was from Galilee, right? And they weren't, uh, they weren't, uh, they weren't Jews. And you know, maybe that's true. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, didn't didn't Jesus say, "I'm the King of the Jews"? Yep. Well, yeah. yeah well, well why that, take, that, that guy, that clown should take his argument up with Jesus then. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's sometimes you have to look at the the shape of things to see. You know, we don't know. It's hard. It's so it's impossible to get at the truth because there's too many and exactly too many people and that's between why now and then that had access yeah. to, to fire and the books, right? So and that's why only fools debate religion because none of it none of it can be established, let alone argued. You don't know any. You don't know the origins of any of that stuff. All you can do is deal with some words. You don't even know if they're correctly attributed to them or not. Right, and there's an increasing amount of scholarship. Jesus was not a Jew. Yeah, how do right. you know? We don't know. No, we don't. We, we we can't say that. Well, what we can say is that uh, that the teachings of Jesus Jesus are awfully Jewy, uh, the, or the or the result of Christianity. Uh, I, I keep I, I keep referencing um, Professor uh, Kevin McDonald's webpage, I believe, is where, and and in at least one of his texts. Uh, where he talks about the difference between the uh, the, the Aryan population of Europe, the, their beliefs were, and, and he contrasts them uh, with their Jewish analog, their Jewish Christian analog, saying that mm-hmm. 
uh, let's see, I'm slipping on one of the examples. It's like um, the, the Christians believed in piety, but the uh, the Aryans, the the pagans believed in uh, honor. And uh, instead of, you know, they ble- one believed in turning the other cheek, one believed in justice. But Mencken used to make that distinction too. He would say, "I've never met a thoroughly honorable man who was moral." I think that's what he said. I might have twisted that a little, but he was making the point that there's a difference there. And he, people who are obsessed with uh, uh, morality tend to be dishonorable. I hate to even use the word um, morality. I hate to even make any type of claim that morality. I mean, I, I believe that. Like most people believe that there is some type of common morality, but I believe that the word is is way too loaded down with uh, religious notions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, let me read. Let me read a little more just to finish this uh, this one up. Yeah, and and uh, okay, <laughs> you got it. So anyway, so he grabs Wiesel. I stopped the elevator at the sixth floor. I pulled Wiesel, and I know I'm repeating a little of what you said, but. I pulled Wiesel out of the elevator. I said I wanted to interview him. He protested, grabbed his chest as if he was having a heart attack. He then said, help, help, new Holocaust <laughs> on the 36th floor of the Argent. No one would have expected it here. <laughs> so he yells, help, help, at the top of his lungs. Or maybe it was money, money, but uh, money, who money. knows. <laughs> this is someone who in his public appearance would speak so softly that when he appeared on Oprah, they had to use subtitles throughout the entire hour. Weasel had dropped his, this phony persona and assumed his actual personality of an insane lunatic. <laughs> oh, man, I w- it, is a, it is a true hate crime if this is not on film, because that would have been funny. I told him, why don't you want people to know the truth? His expression changed, and he began screaming again, Help! Help! <laughs> so after pulling him about 15 feet out of the elevator, alerting a, uh, alerting a few floors, I decided it was time for me to go. He was no use to our struggle if he had a heart attack. I pulled from the scene, confident the police would arrive soon, and searched the city looking for the person who attempted to forcefully interrogate a poor old, quote, Holocaust survivor, unquote, Nobel Peace Prize winner, and most recently, Knight of the British Empire. So every Aryan land out there has given this absolute fraud uh, some some kind of noble award. Oh, yeah. There was just, uh, it wasn't that long ago that uh, he was on the... Uh he was on he was on some symposium UN symposium uh, mm-hmm. with Kofi Annan, and uh, Kofi's uh, nodding his head in reverence, and uh, uh, Weasel saying we must protect the Jews first and foremost because when the Jews are targeted, uh, everyone else is targeted. It's it's a it's a saying that the Jewish community is some sort of a, a canary in the mine shaft. Yeah, they they use that quite a bit. And yeah. you've noticed that the last year or two. Yeah, I, I I'm gonna print this that. thing that the guy sent me on on govnn.com. Um, he doesn't really seem to say much more before he goes into a list of some of the made up crap in Night, which is not the only work of fiction that Weasel's produced. But uh, <laughs> oh, I wish there was a video of that. Oh, there's got to be, and if uh, if if. The, uh, if the internet internet don't fail you. us now. Well, let, do you think they got uh, video cams like the elevator? They very well um, might. Like I in suppose. the hallways, I imagine they probably do in the hallways, looking looking down. And uh, yeah, maybe it's just my hopeful nature, but I'm thinking there's a there's some video out there of it. And, and if and if the internet is good for anything, this is going to be on YouTube real soon. <laughs> it's got to. Please, somebody out there. I know, I know somebody out there's got that now. Go get it. Yeah, yeah. that guy is—he is a clear scamster. It's, it's, it's a joke with frightening consequences. Yeah, I mean, this guy's a carpetbagger, a snake oil salesman. He wouldn't, in, a, in any type of sane world, this, this guy would be the dirty Jew. I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, this he, guy would be the bad guy in an anti-Semitic movie. But no, he's, uh, you know, he's, he's. He's, uh, he's, he's the guest of, of potentates and kings all over the land, <laughs> and uh, it's and it, and it's bad for us whites that he gets any type of respect at these places, and that everyone has to pay, play along. I mean, you, you don't. I mean, come on, you don't think Bush probably doesn't, but you don't think a lot of these leaders don't know that this guy is a complete fraud. I mean, they know that stuff. You don't get to where they are without 
at least having some type of head on your shoulders, and they know better. And yet they know they have to sit up there and nod their heads and and uh and agree with what this guy is saying. I mean, it's 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 a real um. It's kind of like that picture, that video that was posted on the forum a few hours ago about with the uh, congressman picking his nose on C-SPAN and eating it. Uh, oh, yeah, he, no way. Yeah, he completed the job. And, oh, uh, my God. Yeah. Is it and, Barney Frank and he thought it was a fucking dried semen? <laughs> no, it wasn't, strangely enough. I didn't recognize the guy. He may be, uh, he may be a freshman, um, but... But yeah, that's that's in the in the forum. I think it's in this just then. But uh, um, <laughs> oh yeah, it's gross too. It's nasty. He he tries to play it off, but the camera's like oh, right there God. on him. It's right there on him. <laughs> oh man! I was trying to think of how I could play the clip and and yeah, but no. Nah, Talk I mean, about the fourth meal. <laughs> fourth meal. <laughs> but I mean, that's just emblematic of uh, these absolute losers and punches. No nerve <laughs> nose bell. <laughs> <laughs> right, but I. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's just it's just like uh, Rome. You know, it's the Senate nah, voting it's itself. Last. It's also a refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what? I was reading somewhere where uh, some some uh, 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 immune immuno some doctor that that specializes in, in the immune system was saying that picking your nose wasn't that bad because it, it helps stimulate your immuno response. Or something like that. I'm not quite I just sure. find it an enjoyable pastime myself. <laughs> I don't claim any particular health benefits from it. Right. I think nose picking is enjoyable for its own sake. Well, this guy was just trying to justify his uh, his habit, no doubt. But but yeah, I mean th- these people that we have aren't aren't are, they're they're complete losers. And and I always try to get people when I'm <laughs> when I'm speaking with them, I'm saying, look, these people are the acme of whatever <laughs> it is that that. <laughs> that we do in our political system, they're the top. Now, what are they the top? Uh, of what are they the top? You know, or what? Or what? Of what are they the best? You know, George Bush is the best at something, and it ain't leadership, and it ain't speaking. Those are the things that politicians <laughs> used to be uh, r- rather accomplished at. But you know, he's a he's a good, as we say, suck poop for Israel. And the Jews. Yeah, imagine that guy who. <laughs> imagine George Bush having to write his own speech. What do you think he would come up with? I don't know. I don't know. That's one. Of, it's like Christianity. It's really hard getting at. Wait, you maybe now you may know this. When did presidents stop writing their own speeches? I no. mean, when did they get to the point where they basically never wrote their own speeches? Oh, um, that was probably like uh, LBJ and Nixon. Um. The, you know, as, as JFK was probably the last. Well, Kennedy had Sorensen. Yeah, but he, Kennedy actually, he he would. Kennedy was actually a rather good speaker. He would uh, speak just impromptu, a lot of times, just in mm-hmm. on everyday appearances. But uh, you also have to understand that the media wasn't, and the whole world wasn't hanging on every uh, uh, eye, eye uh, batting of the eye and and gesture. You know, so. Mm-hmm. It, it almost does have to be scripted because the the office is so uh, powerful that, or it's it's ostensibly plus, it's supposed yeah, plus to be pretty so. Pretty much powerful. all their all their speeches are televised after a certain point. It seems like I mean they they have an awful lot of Bush events on Fox or CNN. That's Not right. That I, ever I can give a shit about that. That's right, and the whole world is watching, and and you don't want to you don't want them to get on a uh, an off moment where they say something stupid like what Bush did when he said that Al Qaeda wanted to blow up. Uh, put bombs in the World Trade Center uh, a few months back. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want that going on. So, uh, yeah, when you, you even with scripts, Bush has a bit of a problem. Oh yeah, where he talks about catapulting the propaganda. The the the, the, the Republican weenies rattle their jewelry behind them, you know, in in applause. Mm-hmm. It's amazing <laughs> that you know. Look, this guy is pissing in your face, and you're clapping. You stop it. Yeah, they're. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I heard that clip about him saluting uh, Dikembe Mutombo. <laughs> he appeared to be a doctor. He yeah. could he could pronounce that. Fortunately, his abilities tapped out at applying a band aid, so they had to move him to <laughs> another form of study. Blacks right. excel in many areas. Well, I've noticed you've been away from VNNForum.com for a few days. Uh, I, I assume you know what's going on with the uh, uh, the Channers. Or uh, I mean, or that you've seen. I saw, I saw something on that. I saw there was some of them on there. What 
what specifically are you referring to? Nothing, just uh, that there's there are a bunch of them uh, posting and reading, apparently. And back at their site, they're saying that uh, you know they're trying to get in good with us or be our friends or something. I don't know. They're it's trying it's to very infiltrate us. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, no. So be it. I would we'll uh, I would beg. I, I I just wish we could enforce this. If we had enough, you know, I, I know your position on on moderation, and, and I agree with it. Um, there's just not enough hours in the day. But if we had one moderator for every poster, it would be really great to try to get anyone and everyone just not mention it ever. And that way, you disincentivize the entire operation. So th- that's why I was going after Rod Blue is, is, is one example of someone who endlessly dicks around with people who are unrelated, like channers who are, you know, they're doing whatever they do. I don't know. I don't care. It's, it's not really political. It's more like harassment or vandalism. Yeah. Uh, and, but more particularly, like the uh, uh, the opposition, I mean, no one cares about them. The little clowns, ARA or One People's Project, no one cares about this stuff. It's irrelevant. And people like Vani who want to dress up like, you know, right? They dress up like Nazis, but they just come across as idiots. Anyone who can think, and they want to continually roil in that stuff and drag it in, and and it's a and anyone pill. intelligent coming by. Now, I'm not saying you got to wear a suit or whatever, but someone coming by who's starting to figure that we got great problems. That's the kind of shit they're going to see. Yeah. And really, you know, it's not like I'm claiming there's some great value of free speech. It's just, I'm claiming it's a little bit better than the alternative of, of and and also the fact that I'm not going to sit there and uh, weed through every post. And the type of people who want to do that, or the <laughs> desire to be a moderator of a forum is generally a disqualification because yeah. it, it, the, that mentality leads immediately to censoring everything. So it is irritating. Yeah. And I might ban some people just for being general under principles of opposition to general douchebaggery. <laughs> and Von Blevins would certainly fit that category. I, I just wish they would keep the chan I mean, but it was because Hal himself brought the 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 channers to VNN. Yeah. They, they weren't we weren't even on the radar there and he was apparently he was trying to spread the misery or or whatever around and uh Well if if he criticizes Jews, I don't mind if he posts uh you know, I don't care if channers want to join, but if they start posting porn and crap like that, then they're going to be banned. I mean, the sa- the same rules fit all. You know, yeah, one fit all. I mean, we're not we're not a porn forum. I don't mind, you know, a, a topless shot now and then, but uh, we're that stuff's outside the scope of VNN. We're here for politics and local networking, and uh, I don't the the personal the endless personal bickering with stupid teenagers and. And and uh, the ridiculous Jew-fed semi-adults who lead them, uh, there's no point to it. It's not the, the function of the forum. You know, maybe some of that comes up from time to time, but people like Von Blubens live for that stuff. Yeah. And I don't. I don't like it, and I don't want people uh, dealing with that. Well, some people, there is a, there is a uh, I, I don't know if I would, I mean, it could be considered a pathology, but some people just, like they get a rush out of being hated, uh, yeah, and and so they they actually get a big rush out of uh, dressing up like uh, what people think how a monster would dress, say in a Nazi uniform, and uh, and well, they're they're dumb, at. literal-minded people who understand things on the superficial level. They don't understand Nazism. They understand that a Nazi is someone who dresses like a Nazi. Yeah, it's and the form. This, it's the shape. This it's is in not the shape just a political problem. It's all through society. They cannot separate the thing from the container and you see the point of a forum is uh, dig up some interesting news that other people might miss and post that and discuss it it's endless gossip about people who cares I don't I don't want to hear gossip about people even if it's true I mean most of it's irrelevant no point to it and it's a lot of it's just childish and to me not interesting I mean if I go there like I like to continue building my threads on homeschooling and so you see how it's evolved and, and uh, pick up new facts, continually learn more about it. And I would I like to do stuff like that on Kennewick Man and uh, Anthropology. There ought to be people who pick one particular area and do a little more research, dig up news and then, and then older good background material and get it in one place and then people can read it. That would be the real use of a forum apart from 
uh, actually meeting people for local stuff. Right. That's how I envision it. But, you know, I suppose, you know, 50% of any forum is going to be complete crap in any case. Yeah, there is a signal-to-noise ratio that's involved in any type of yeah, online thing. It's kind of frustrating, but I don't know how to make it, try to make it better and you just make it worse. Well, so my, my point in bringing it up is just to, like, just, just to try to, and I think, I mean, I think your sentiment kind of matches that. Just don't participate in it. And, uh, well, yeah, I mean, there's no. I mean, they got on how look, and they'll tell you that the reason they were so intent on how it wasn't even because of his politics. I mean, you may or may not believe that. I'm not saying you, but but, but mm. people who are listening may or may not believe that. But look, how played the perfect. I mean, look, did anyone? Did you ever go put a bag of flaming dog poo on somebody's doorstep? <laughs> I mean, no. I didn't. I was a I was a really good kid. I didn't do something like that. But uh, the be, the best part was. Uh, Obviously, it like was, a lot of effort. Yeah. Well, the best part was them stomping on it hysterically and um, with flaming poo oh, flying around everywhere, right? <laughs> now, if they just closed the door and walked back in, that is a huge denial. Right? Really done a nice job with the bag there. Yeah. <laughs> you kids are really keeping it up. Or just yeah, or just turn <laughs> around and go back in the house, you know? Yeah, you could be. Yeah, you can be looking out of the, the, the window making sure that your house isn't going to catch on fire by flaming dog poo. But you, the point is that you, you, you give them something when you get hysterical like that. No matter what happens, it, even if they're bringing your site down, if they're knocking your radio stuff off, yeah, just well, be like, well, you know. we're having some server problems or whatever. Just don't talk about it. Just the f- first rule about getting hacked is don't talk about getting hacked. I would tend to agree with that. And what I would say, whether or not we're online, we're knocked off, whatever, we're down briefly, we will always come back. Even if I got to do a one-page hand-coded HTML, we're coming back. So um, if people attack us, but by no means do I disparage uh, lawsuits. If uh, if uh, people got the time and money and they want to fight people who are committing illegal actions, um, that's fine. Uh, And I let Hal post because he criticizes the Jew. If he didn't criticize the Jew, you know, then there's a million places he could post at. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I got mixed feelings about Hal. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that I don't, way. I only talk about what I know. I've never heard of his radio show or anything. I've read his posts, and he does criticize Jews. Um, I, I only yeah, I've that. heard his show. He's more of a patriotard type, but he names a Jew, so he doesn't qualify as a patriotard, but he has that level in that that he appeals to that same audience is what it seems to me which is not me I mean I I, uh, I like some of what he does but it's I, I don't listen to that much stuff yeah. uh, that much white nationalist stuff really other than BNN stuff um, bless your heart but, uh, yeah I mean I was listening to you and then I listened to Jeff and I like to talk and uh, um but uh, I want to hear something new. I want to hear something I don't know. It really it doesn't even have that much to do with politics necessarily. I want to learn something if, if I'm going to put in the time listening to it. You know, and uh, yeah, that's more and, and more what I want to get into as I develop this show. I want to do anthropology and physiological psychology. Uh, I'll dip into it just a little bit, and mm-hmm. I get I seem to get the most response from stuff like that. Uh, I, a lot more response and stuff like that than talking about what people already know. I do like to talk about the news because I, I think that, yeah, because yeah, I think that in the forum that um, people say, well, don't believe in the Jewish media, don't believe in the Jewish media, and then turn around and say, gosh, we're failing in Iraq, we're failing to set up a democracy. You know, so that's why I kind of harp on that because uh, I, I see mm-hmm. that as a huge gaping hole in people's understanding of what's actually going on. And even in the larger picture of of the way uh, Big Jew uh, USA operates in the world. Sure. Mm-hmm. Hey, let me say something in case uh, I'm trying to get someone from CNN contact me. They're trying to get a hold of Craig. I think they're going to do, maybe they've already done a little story about evil Nazis in Estonia. Oh, yeah. So, so one of their clowns is trying to track down Craig and I let him know. But uh, the Russians, uh, uh, what, what was that in the Russian paper? I blogged that earlier this week. Uh, something about the Russian government commenting that one yeah. of their former uh, Estonia is is giving way to is giving way to Nazis. And uh, I can't remember exactly what the news peg was. I just saw there was some. Now what I saw was in Estonia was about banning. 
symbols or banning communist stuff and banning trying to ban a bunch of stuff they were bitching about Nazis and there was one little story and this seemed to be some sort of a follow up or something well they did uh, they did tear down a some statues or something like that didn't they uh, there was something yeah but there was, there was something else too about specifically about Nazis in Estonia and it was not related to Craig Cobb but I suspect they're now going to try to tie Craig into you know the usual leftist linking yeah, uh, Ahmadinejad with the Nazis. Uh, yeah, but they, they try to link anyone with the Nazis. Craig hasn't been around the last. I haven't talked to him since we did the last Goy fire, which was I don't know, ten days ago maybe. Right. But he might show up today. That was yeah. a great episode, by the way. I, I think the last the last few. Oh, have that been, was a long one, wasn't it? Oh man, it was long. But uh, it was long. It's a lot of content, and uh, yeah. And the niggers obliged us by fucking a mannequin. It's unbelievable. <laughs> this week, in, what will niggers stick their dicks in? <laughs> Most fascinating ten minutes on radio. <laughs> oh man, you got uh, the question backwards, Bob. What won't niggers stick their dicks in? Yeah, he was. He was. Was he running? He had like two or three of them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what the hell happened there, but he. Uh, I'm not sure what what's inside mannequins other than nigger dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when I set myself up. But uh, honestly, I don't know if mannequins are filled or they're hollow or they're uh, they get they got openings. They got openings. Let's put it like that. But uh, how do you fuck a mannequin? I don't know. That's I, I, I was I was asking my radio that as I was listening. You don't know. Yeah, these things may, maybe they never weren't. never thought about it. You sure there? Yeah, maybe they were just weren't trick? meant to be known. <laughs> Some things weren't meant to be known. Some though. things weren't meant to be known. I mean, uh, maybe, maybe, uh, I guess you could try to puncture it. That might be painful. Then again, you could see if parts of it unscrewed and wait, were wait, hollow. Wait, 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 didn't he have a drill or something? Wasn't that part of the story? No, no, I'm, I'm being serious. <laughs> a Black and Decker mannequin wrecker. <laughs> oh, it's like an old joke, but twisted slightly. <laughs> Very much like the Negro himself. Uh, that's a hysterical joke too, by the way. I think I know what you're talking about. I I had no idea. I was little when I heard that, and I told my parents, and they were like, "Uh, you don't know what that means, do you?" <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, raised Baptist. Oh, were you? Yes. Yes. I, well, not. I was raised Baptist in the South, but not Southern Baptist. It was kind of a liberal. Uh, oh, the liberal former uh, alcoholic type Baptist church and. Yeah, not not bad. I mean, the Bush wasn't a Baptist, was he? He was. Uh, he was a Methodist, which which they're very Methodist. similar. The Methodists where he where he. I know. Yeah, my grandparents were in the Methodist Church, and so were, that's what my uh, dad and them were raised in. But they quit because it was a bunch of damn commies. Not the church here, but the national. They didn't like their donations going to the National Council of Churches. Right, which is the communist. Which is fucking commies. Yeah. And and they're they're limped out. I know they're the, more or less the same. Yeah, uh, but, uh, just, just funneling money that would otherwise be used for, uh, who knows, who knows what it would have been used insane, for. But, uh, something else. Yeah, they, the Baptists have, uh, they're big around here, even though we're not in the South, they're big, 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 lots of Baptists. Yeah, yeah, there's like a Baptist belt that goes uh, through there and through the South, and uh, I'm not, I'm I, I'm not even quite sure what Southern Baptists have to... I know Southern Southern Baptists are said to be the most powerful religious organization in the country, uh, which is they're fine probably if you pretty don't numerous Jews. compared to a lot of them. And they're, I think they're the ones who started getting into telling your kids to get out of public school. Which yeah, is so one they got that going thing. for them. Yeah, they, they have <laughs> yeah, been that's very... It, that's it. Yeah, that's they, the one thing. They're very suspicious of government, which is... Uh, or, or, on the whole, they're very suspicious of government. Um... You know, except for yeah, I saw something on YouTube where the, the, these people were basically worshiping a picture of George Bush at some Baptist. <laughs> oh, do you know what now I'm talking about? That is sick. Oh, that's beyond sick. <laughs> it's like Satanism, except even worse. Yeah, it's like Satanism if Satan had an IQ of eighty. <laughs> yeah, really dumb Satan. Yes, hard oh. Satan. <laughs> we worship you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the pictures of retarded Jews. You will go and do evil. <laughs> I think retarded Satan made naked gun 33 and a third. I think that's what he was responsible for. Yeah, acolytes. Sorry, acolytes of tarred Satan. 
Oh, man. <laughs> when you just shake the snakes, man. <laughs> I spent one time, I spent a whole night looking up pictures of snake shakers, and there are actually not that many on Google snake shakers. images. Yeah, like snake shakers. I was trying to find one I remembered from the Washington Post back when I lived out in D.C., and they had the, the class of the guys like cross-eyed, and he was in the in the spirit, and he was waving like... He had, like, rattlesnakes in both hands, and he was waving them madly. It was, it was oh, okay, awesome. okay, yeah, yeah, like the religious people who, who yeah, they play with yeah, poison Yeah, there's vipers. not so much of that around, as, as really as the movies and, and Hollywood would make you think. Yeah, but. there are people in North Carolina that do that. They're, they're called shakers. Sure. Yeah, because... They, they, they talk in tongues, and they, they start... Obese women run up to the stage, and they lay down and start flopping around and kicking oh, yeah. their legs out. And, and that's more than just uh, snake handling type <laughs> churches. And all throughout the Carolinas that I know of, uh, a lot of the churches are like that. I would say it's like... That's uh, wild. Yeah, when you go to the... When you just see these little churches that don't look like churches, they're just like block buildings <laughs> or something like that. That's what's going on in there. And, uh, Happenings. <laughs> yeah. They, and I've been they can describe it. You know, Mencken's famous description of this, the Scopes trial in Tennessee, and he had a lot of Lincoln was very pro uh, urbane civilized man. That was his basic distinction was civilized versus uh rural hinds. And that's why he was really hated and attacked by a lot of the South. But uh hey, if it's true, it's true. But he wrote a he wrote a uh, an account, I think it was in a couple of parts of, of some of the that type of uh church stuff and he really loaded it on pretty good. <laughs> but I mean they honestly do do some of that. No, they do. So the, 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 Look, truth is a de- the truth is a defense. I mean, if you're going to belong to a church and start talking in tongues, I mean, Christ, you can see it on TV. Some of the uh, the the snake shaking light, I guess. Oh yeah, I was uh, I went to high school at one of those places for a semester, and it was it was just uh, <laughs> it was creepy as hell. I mean, I, I I was never a Christian, even when I was a Christian, I didn't couldn't bring myself to believe in God, and I worried about it constantly. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, just had a problem with stuff that couldn't reach any type of logical closure but uh but absolutely i would say probably as far as the south goes probably like one out of every three churches you get stuff like uh the holding up wow. of, the holding up of hands and i used to joke you know when i was little that was amazing yeah it's like uh the i used to think of it as like a satellite dish and god's like beaming down his goodies you know and people would like hold up one hand if they were if they were kind of into it and if they're really into it they just hold up both hands and just through the you know the preacher's giving his service Ooh, man. and they're just holding up their hand like See, god put christians class. on earth for the amusement of atheists that's just self-evident <laughs> free entertainment centers they call them churches i call them outdoor entertainment centers <laughs> You know, in, in, I have you know, a soft spot for Christians because I, I, I for for religious people, I have a soft spot that that you obviously don't have just because, and I'm I'm okay with that. I have a soft spot. I keep myself away from them. I just stay to myself and laugh indoors. Well, here in the South, I don't quite. I have don't that. go up in their faces and start laughing and trying to hit them with bats or anything. <laughs> right. I don't sue them. Rhetorical I'm not a bats. Jew. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to sue until I'm not offended by anything. I just want. Leave the laugh at it. Yeah, I understand the human dilemma, though the the fact that we we're the only animals that understand that we're going to die. And uh, I mean, I I understand this is a really uh, a smarmy defense of religion, but you know, I mean, not not everyone can digest Plato and Aristotle and and come to a a different understanding of of the self and the soul and all this other stuff, and. Some people just have a problem with, yeah, mom's worm food when your mother dies. You know, uh, I can't myself say that for a moment that uh, that that I won't say that. You know, I guess mom's in a better place, even though I've never felt that way in my entire life. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't understand why people worry about it so much. They worry about things too much. Well, you know, they everything they worry about too much. We are born to suffer and die. It's not a. It's not a. It's not a happy prognosis. If you yeah, but if you accept it, these are the terms of it. This right. is how it is. If you expect to be wildly happy, you're going to be disappointed 99 percent of the time. So if you expect to be, you know, and, and not miserable, but you know, most things don't work out and things are kind of suck, you know, then you're going to be reasonably happy because you have a, a real view of things, whether it's religious or not, and you go through life like me, basically happy, even if things you know are, are you happy, suck, Alex? Or, they're always like that. 
But you know that doesn't mean there aren't they can't suck worse here, and and it doesn't mean that they in in places are unnecessarily sucky, and that something can't be done about it. It just means that on the whole, you know, there's a limited amount you can change for the better. Yeah. And uh, that's just wisdom to, to see that. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead. Uh, you feel like taking a couple of minutes of a break? God grant me the serenity to laugh at morons. <laughs> All I ask is a gentle moon and a star to sail her by. Now, what was it he said in uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? <laughs> oh, no, what was that? No, yeah. I won't hold you responsible. <laughs> <laughs> that was so classic. That was the best goddamn movie. I've loved few movies like that because he's so anti, like, children. Like, he's, the, the little snots keep fucking up and he <laughs> totally doesn't have any sympathy for him. He just keeps doing away with him. I fucking love that. <laughs> He's got a good fighting chance. They only operate that incinerator every other day. Yeah, he's a perfect. He's perfect for the part too. <laughs> this is Dietrich. We are in the Friday edition of Free Talk Live. We're going to take a couple minutes here. I want to play a clip and a tune, and we shall be back shortly hard. with Der Führer, Alex Linder, the Führer of. Hey, the hey, hey. <laughs> you can tell. Uh, the telephone number is 660-675-4388. The Skype handle ID is VNN Free Talk Live. <clears throat> We'd like to talk to you because you're important to us and because we care. Well, Alex would like to talk to you. But if you would like to talk with Alex, apparently he's ready to take calls. Requires aggressive uh, action on your part. Dear we'll Black be right back. People, my name is Danny Matherson. I am six years old and live in West Plains, New Jersey. Today at school, we learned about slavery and how mean people were to the slaves. I think that was bad, and I'm glad that there are no more slaves anymore and that black people have freedom. I am sorry for all of the things that white people did to black people, and I hope you are not sad about it anymore. Love, Danny. P.S. Could you give my daddy his lawnmower back? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Danny Mouse. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! We got half a mind to come kick your ass and the asses of all your motherfuckers in West Plains, New Jersey. Drop your faggot ass shit with your I hope you ain't sad no more. I'm sorry for all the things white people done bullshit. You can't apologize for 400 motherfucking years of oppression with some half-ass school project and expect everything to be peaches and cream. If we ever see you, we will kick your fucking ass so hard that candy will come out. Sincerely, the black people. P.S. Fuck your dad's lawnmower. We don't even got that shit no more. <laughs> what? 